Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to The Blessed Show. Super happy and super stoked to be recording this episode as I have one of my dear friends from the design community, Miriam Isaac. She is a UX designer, UI UX designer, and uh, we have been in touch for the past few days. And I thought, why not just get her on the show? Because she's funny, she's genius, she's knowledgeable. <laughs> and... <laughs> all that, yeah, you can guess you can guess why I said she's funny she's genius and she's witty and all that yeah all right so not wasting any time uh welcome Miriam welcome to the bless show how are you doing hi bless yeah we're doing great over here <laughs> what introduction you gave me oh my god <laughs> well yeah I think uh, I should have planned um, maybe a prepared introduction of the stuff that you do, the amazing stuff that you do and introduce yourself. But yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Genius and funny. I'll take that any day. So we're all good. <laughs> yeah. All right. How are you doing? Hope you're doing good. So for the listeners, those who don't know, she's uh, suffering from a cold, but she was generous and kind enough to <laughs> jump on and record the show. So we really appreciate that. So uh, we'll just start the show with an introduction uh, for people, those who don't know. Uh, where you are from, what do you do, and uh, what are your plans for the next few months? Just give a short overview of who you are so that we can connect well. So hi everyone, I'm Miriam, and I am, as blessed said, a UX designer. I'm originally from England, Manchester, England, and now live in Israel. I have been working as a UX designer for the past eight years. And I've done a range of different industries and verticals, working from startups to Fortune 200s. I've created and led UX teams. And now, nowadays, I am I'm looking forward to working more with the design community and to build up um, my business more globally. And just looking forward to connect with all of you. So uh, as you mentioned, uh, so currently, are you a designer or are you just focusing on teaching people? I do design. I do do, actually, I do do client work. I do a lot of consulting and audits mm. of user experiences. People that say have done an app or website and it's not working. So they'll come to me and be like, no, why is it not working? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I'll do <laughs> And I'll be like, oh, it's because you don't have good UX. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll give them a list of what to do. And yeah. they'll, hopefully they'll do that. I mean, most of the time when they do, it's always a good time, had by yep. all. And also I do, do, um, I do do also take on projects. If it interests me, I'll take on a project and I'll work with, you know, doing the usual concepts, wireframes, UI, handoff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thing, yeah. Awesome. That sounds great. So how did you start out? Where uh, did you do a design degree? Do you have a design degree? Or did you just, are you just a self-taught designer? What that, what that does look like? So I actually started off as graphic designer. And mm. when I came out of that course, everyone kept asking me if I knew HTML and CSS and I didn't. Mm. And I couldn't seem to find a job that didn't also require web design skills. So I went back to school and I learned how to build websites. Mm -hmm. Once I came out of that, I started to build websites for small businesses in the community. 
And eventually I was hired by a local startup that grew and grew and was acquired by a Fortune 200 company. And we started servicing them as well. And mm-hmm. also, so during that period, um, I was a web designer, but I saw when we were handing off the deliverables to the developers, they would come back and be like, well, man, what happens now? Well, man, what mm-hmm. happens now? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, let me go figure that one out. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> yeah. It was as the browser was developing, Mm. as the browser was developing we thought um, the technology was changing and the need to create more dynamic websites was occurring and at the mm. same time mobile was becoming a thing and mm. I said guys we've, it was just a desktop e-commerce website at the time the guys to compete in our market we need to go responsive and they were like no all our traffic's on desktop mm. <laughs> which is so mm. funny to think now yeah <laughs> So I actually exactly. had to make a whole business case. Uh, why should we get responsive? <laughs> <laughs> so afterwards, so I presented that and they were like, okay, Mim, seems to know what you're doing. Here's a budget, here's a team, go ahead. Uh, we did it and we all learned responsive. We all learned this thing called UX. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't called UX then, it was called more interaction design. Mm. And you know, we kind of learned on, we kind of learned on the job. Sort of thing, awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So, so glad to hear about your story, you know, because I'm probably guessing the listeners, those who are listening, some of them can connect to what you have been and your journey. And as you can learn more about how you actually took it and the topic that we're going to discuss today. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, so lately you have been uh, active on Instagram and that's how, how, how I found you. Lately you have been teaching a lot of stuff and, you know, sharing your experiences as a UI or UX designer or as a general designer itself, because you mentioned you were a graphic designer when you started out. So you kind of know the ins and outs of graphic design as well. And so now are you running a business or um, you're just freelancing at this point? I'm actually at a crossroads right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm- I'm trying to, I'm not like actively taking on client work. Um, mm. I have my, I have my, I'm contracted by, by two companies to do All that right. remotely. All and right. I'm trying to be negotiating, cutting that down because I want to invest in my business that I'm mm. building up myself, mm. um, which is, I'm not quite ready to talk about what <laughs> that's going to be. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just wanted to know. More, yeah. <laughs> We're more in stealth mode at the moment and I'm trying to still secure like um, like funding and stuff like that. I'm trying to work out the business plan. So I'm just um, trying to do like mm. like 20% client work and then 80% business development. And I decided it was just the moment of a now or never. Like I'm ever going to do this or I'm not going to do oh, it. Yeah. Because it's oh, always, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I feel so like it's going to be jobs out there. And if it fails, yep. I can just get another job. But mm. this, for me, and I've also just been inspired by the Instagram community and also the LinkedIn community as oh, well, yeah. mm. and all their feedback and everyone, you know, to really, maybe this is the time, you know, mm. to, to yep. go for that. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, awesome. So uh, I'm just going to jump on today's topic that we're going to talk about. And uh, the topic that we're going to talk about today is overcoming creative blocks. Uh, which I believe 
everybody who is a creative artist or a creative entrepreneur or a, just a general, maybe somebody who is into graphics or into creative work, a painter or a singer or a video producer, whoever that is, uh, I'm pretty sure that everybody has jumped into this creative block at some point of the career. And I believe you will also agree that, you know, this is something that we uh, come across very often in our careers. And uh, so we're going to talk about how uh, we can overcome uh, the creative block. And so I would just first like to ask you, what would you define a creative block as? As per you, what is a creative block? It's funny because I'll be honest, Mm. I actually went through burnout about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if anyone noticed, but I wasn't quite. There was a period of about two weeks where I wasn't around on Instagram. It was actually uh, just before front row. Oh so yeah, that's why we didn't notice. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So. <laughs> mm. So I actually went for burnout, and it's basically when you can no longer do the work that you previously always loved and you previously always just it's always just flown out of you mm-hmm. and you have that complete stoppage of just not being able to produce and not being able to open your computer and just go for it in the way that you used to be oh yeah yeah that is that that sounds so familiar because you know that happens every now and then to every one of us and uh, probably that the variables might be different for people. For example, as you mentioned, the stuff that we do, we are no longer we no longer have the passion, or we no longer have the urge, or we no longer have the motivation to do it. And maybe it may be the simplest of stuff uh, because sometimes it's just posting on Instagram and. I know posting on Instagram is also a business uh, aspect, but at the same point of time, it's not as deep as a client work. But when you are overcoming, when you are facing a creative block, even that seems like a very tough job to do. Uh, Posting on Instagram seems like a very tough job to do. And I've been there and um, that is not a very comfortable place to be. So the variables might differ for people, as you mentioned, the stuff that we used to do. We no longer, there just seems to be a roadblock, a big roadblock that you can't go further. So I hope that is clear to the listeners that you know what we mean by creative block, which we are going to discuss today. So if you are feeling blocked creatively, and if you think that, you know, I have burned out and I have, I'm not feeling motivated enough, uh, stick, stick to the end of the podcast. And I'm probably guessing that you will get something from the episode so that you can take away and struggle the the thing that you're struggling with you can overcome that all right let's jump into it so what are the steps that you would like to mention uh, so that people can overcome this creative block do you have any set steps that you personally take or do you have something that you have learned from anybody to overcome this creative block or you just go with the flow how does that look like okay so ways to overcome it so the clip is different because it could be at different stages in your life you might be in a stage where you can't I mean as realistically everyone says take a break right Mm -hmm. what if you're supporting a family or what if you're in a job where you have a manager or no one's going to turn around and say hey I can speak Mm -hmm. you have creative block go to the beach 
for two days, you know, <laughs> no one's going to say that to you. Yeah. You got to do your work. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, you know, I mean, I think companies like Google might, you know, have these programs mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. But for, you know, day to day, even freelancer who has a deadline and mm. they're hit with creative blocks and that's, a really tough position to be in because you might yep. not necessarily be able to take a break. We might not, mm-hmm. you might not have the privilege of being able to take a break. Um, so that number one is, you know, of course, awareness, aware that you have creative block is not mm-hmm. necessarily that there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. or you're not talented or you're not good enough. It's just going through a period where you've been working really hard and it's just, um it's just it's just stopped everything's just stopped because your body is shutting down and it's telling you to take a break and you know that's and you have to listen to your own body and what they're telling you and that's really important so awareness is key and also not to stop beating up yourself about it now some people will say to just work for it and that is that's one tactic, and if that works for you, that works for you. But I would say, if you can, and um, there's like small things you could do, like change your environment. So, say if you're working for a company, maybe they can work from home one day, or maybe you can work from a different part of the building, um, just to have that change of environment. Mm. And also, of course, if you can take a mental health day, I would definitely try and ask your manager for a day off, or if you've got that. Or eat Oreo. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) (laughs) And just have fun. Just go out in the forest. You know? Yeah. (laughs) So people, those who have have listened to the front row episode, they might connect well with what we are trying to say. Just go out to the forest and just have fun with the nature. You know, because uh, (laughs) that is what what Miriam's uh, first suggestion was in front row. That when you're feeling like you don't have enough motivation, uh, just go out in the forest. Uh, <laughs> and, and people were also trying it and people were just tagging her on Instagram. Hey, I just took your advice and I'm a forest. <laughs> we don't know whether they're back yet, uh, but yeah, we just hope that. They- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you can, that's a change of environment. If you can yeah. go to the forest and totally. take that moment and just sit with your computer in your forest or just close it and just take that moment just mm. to meditate and be with yourself for, you know, a few hours, that can work wonders yep. for you. And as we saw, there was a bit of revolution on Instagram with people mm. going to the forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yep. Totally agree. So, I, yeah. I, I just, you know, that change of environment is something that does work for people and it definitely yeah. gets you out of your own mindset. Yeah, totally agreed. Uh, in a nutshell, if you'd like to conclude, uh, how can you, you know, like steps to overcome? I think just unwind, just unwind from what you're doing, whatever that would be, as you mentioned, uh, maybe change the environment, change the routine, because sometimes, you know, you are stuck to a routine so much and your body is so used to that routine that uh, the body feels. So let's say you start working at 10 a.m. And when you're facing um, a creative block, your body knows at 10 a.m. you're just going to start working. And because you are facing a creative block, 
your body will not produce any type of positive energy because it knows every day, 10 a.m., this is what happens. So I would just like to say that unwind from what you're doing and uh, get on a different environment and that will definitely help you. Um, creative blog is, is something... What, is that what your guitar is for, Bless? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my guitar. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm into church stuff and uh, I'm a worship leader as well in my church. So that is something that I... Oh yeah, so that is something that I always have to be in touch with. And it's a part of my devotional time, you know, guitar and uh, singing. That's that's a part of my devotion time. So uh, whenever I play guitar, that's kind of like I go into the default mode of devotion. So I won't call it a hobby, but definitely that helps me to unwind. Uh, so exactly that would be different for everybody else. Find out your hobby. Find out that helps you stay away from what you are usually doing and that will help. So that brings me to the next point or the next subtopic that we're going to talk about. Uh, There are a lot of misconceptions among designers uh, considering creative blog because uh, I see different opinions. Some of them are saying, just deal with it. There's no way out just deal with it. You are a creative person. You just, you just need to deal with it. Some are saying, just take off, just go out of what you're doing. Just, just go out of the zone. So a lot of misconceptions. And I think beginners struggle a lot because maybe they're looking up to someone, maybe they're mentors, maybe someone they are learning from, and they have a certain type of solution to overcome a creative block. But To be honest, that depends on person to person. You cannot say that this will definitely work for you. So what do you think are some of the misconceptions about creative block among designers? I think think one of the greatest ones is that you're told just work through it. Just work through it. And you know, I tried doing that at one point and we just made it all worse. (laughs) Totally, totally agreed. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's good if you could just take, know that it's temporary, right? So know, like, even if you're scared about, like, I've got deadlines and I've got work to do and I've got money to make, just know that your creative block is a temporary state of being. Mm. The quicker you deal with it, say, the quicker you go out to the forest and meditate, the quicker mm. you go out and, you know, get an ice cream or <laughs> go get a hug mm. from someone and deal with the emotions. Even if I recently had to take a trip to England, Mm-hmm. to deal with my burnout because it said one of the best techniques is that um you know if you get to that level is to go to your place of birth and to go to your um you know your home your home oh, yeah, that's true. and reconnect with your roots as well yeah. Yeah. and i found that really enlightening and i actually did that recently mm-hmm. um and i would say definitely don't you know, give yourself that time. And then yeah. once you're refreshed, then you'll be back to your like, you know, crazy work self and you'll be able to put out, mm. you know, everything that you put out and everything that yep. you do and you'll be so much more re-energized instead of just keeping going down that road. Totally. Just going to lead to, you know, exhaustion yeah. and burnout. And I know people that have ended up in the hospital because they've just worked through it, you know. That's mm. kind of sad. Yep. That, that is sad because this thing is, 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 uh, is real and people sometimes just uh, brush it off thinking that, uh, I don't know, I don't have anything to do about it. So I kind of might just have to deal with it. So 
as we discussed how to overcome a creative block and as we discussed the misconceptions about a creative block, uh, what do you personally do to come out of the creative block? We, uh, we know you mentioned that you had a visit to your birthplace, England. Uh, that was one of the uh, aspects that you did that helped you come out of. Is there something else that you think might help people that you personally do to come out of that block? So that was like the rare burnout and going to your childhood home really helped mm. for that, if you can. But I would say on a day-to-day basis, I would say that getting out, um, getting out to nature or, or, or going to spend time with a loved one or if you have childhood friends that you can connect to who are local mm. um, or just pick up the phone and talk to a friend yeah. and just get, you know, and when someone when you connect with someone, right, and they talk to you about their problems, then you start forgetting about your problems a bit mm. and your problems seem yeah. maybe a lot uh, diminished yep. in a way because now you're helping someone else and then you'll feel also like replenished because mm. when you give to someone else, in a way, that's the best gift that you can give to yourself. Yep. I know that sounds totally. kind of funny. No, <laughs> I, think, I think that's totally, totally legit. Uh, because people, those who have not did it might not actually get it. But if you have did, if you have experienced that, you get to know that how sharing things and sharing even the bad times make a big difference. Uh, that might sound a little absurd at, at, at the beginning. Like, why would you want to do that? Why do you want to talk about stuff that, that is not happy or cool or positive, but frankly speaking, that's a personal experience as well when you do that when you share your burdens there's a specific amount of positivity that comes from that as well that as you mentioned that might sound funny but that is true i would also like to ask you this how has the creative block affected your workflow have you seen a very huge amount of downfall um on your you know workflow or have you managed yourself during this period of time or do you just completely go off or is it that you have managed and you have taught yourself to maybe take it easy but at the same point do the work so that it gets done so it depends on the levels because i think Mm. there's different levels of creative block you know and like recently i had like a really severe level so i actually had to stop you know fly out Mm. the country for a week have like a vacation and reconnect to my roots or you could just take a day, right? Go to a spa. That's what I like to do. Go to mm-hmm. a spa with friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, booking, I'm making one of my friends in like two weeks, so I'll have to take <laughs> one. <laughs> so, okay, we'll do yeah. one of those. Mm. That's like, and that's just one day, you know? Yeah. And you can generally, most people, unless you're like, unless, unless you really are, overworking yourself which Mm. you know you've got to reframe your life if you can't take one day during the rare time that it is you do get a creative block because for me generally on a day-to-day basis I'm usually fine I'm usually Mm. very motivated I'm usually very excited about my work I usually love it I usually love you know posting social media and doing my own work and then Mm. spending time with my family I'm usually totally fine so when it does hit for me just take that one day off 
isn't such a mm. big deal or even as we spoke about even in an afternoon where you go out to the park or you go out to the local you know uh, <laughs> the fields or the forest and you take that afternoon for yourself and if you can't take that afternoon for yourself I think you've got to look at your life and see what's what, what's, yeah. what's wrong with yeah totally <laughs> totally so something that also works for me so recently i've started doing this um recently i have uh, stopped working and by working i mean major chunk of my work stuff or major chunk of my workflow that may be social media client work and all that stuff i've stopped doing this on weekends and i've i completely take off on weekends that is saturday and sunday saturday and sunday are just completely off for me and i just focus on me myself family and when i consider church so i just focus something that is away from the work stuff that is my complete mm-hmm. focus on saturdays and sundays and i have found out when i go back to work when i sit down to work on mondays i have a different level of energy that i couldn't or wouldn't have if i would have been working on saturdays and sundays as well because i've been there i used to work 7 days a week when i started out because i just wanted to get stuff done i'm not saying that's wrong but at the same point of time having a habit of you know following days that are off and following days that you are trying to unwind that helps you to you know develop a habit of focusing on other things just rather than just work also what's interesting is i'm also a religious person and i also don't work on saturdays mm. Oh, from from like sundown to sun and it sounds like I'm from a from a storybook yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm from a fairy tale from sundown to sunset I don't mm. work <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> <laughs> we have this thing in Judaism called the Shabbat mm. where you you're not yep. you're not allowed to go on computers you're not allowed to write anything you're not allowed to do any any work of of that definition and i find that you know my community and like my friends who are like religious they don't suffer from burnout in the way that i see online i mean i think just the other day we we're talking about on twitter a lot of people were coming on and saying how they suffer from burnout and more than they used to and you know these are people who've been in in the industry for a very very long time and they're trying to find new coping mechanisms to counteract that. So I think that the usual mechanisms that you would find on blogs don't work by find that taking the weekend and I've actually suggested this to friends who aren't religious or aren't even even Jewish and said like and they they're very interested they're like it's called a detox and you can go to one sentence where you when you take you your phone you take it and you put it in the box and you don't have your phone the whole weekend i think that's really healthy and i think for me religion has kind of put that mechanism in for me so when i come to sunday i feel very refreshed and i feel you know a new sense of energy as you were saying So I do I actually would recommend if you haven't tried it yet I would definitely recommend taking one day a week to close your computer and close your phone and spend that time connecting with the real with people around you. Uh do you have any practical or actionable tips 
at the end of the show that you would like to mention for our listeners that might you know help as you mentioned i think one of them is to just unwind from all the digital stuff mobile phones which is a very big deal you know um, and just staying off the screens do you have anything else to add or do you think just we, we just wrap it up quit block is a real thing it's not just oh it's a challenge i have to get through it i have to hustle mm. i have to get through it mm-hmm. no, 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 no. it's not like that your body's telling you slow down you know you have to listen and if you don't listen you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble and i would take a moment and you know really analyze what's going on with you and what's going on inside of you and what do you really want and where you're really going with this because i know a lot of people have been speaking recently about how uh, instagram yeah. and social media in general is really burning them out and really they they feel like oh i'm not going in the numbers i'm not succeeding mm. i'm not you know this person's got this many numbers and this person's yeah. doing that and oh, yeah. but it's not you also have to realize that social media is a bit of a game yeah. it's not necessarily real life and we have to use it more to our advantage in terms of you know putting out our own thought leadership putting out our own thoughts and the people who hire us are going to be reading our person you could only have say i don't know 2000 followers but the person who the one follower who matters and is reading your person likes your post and then hires you or recommends you to someone that will hire you that's all that matters yep. so you just keep doing you because you never know what's going on behind closed doors and never know what's going on behind that mobile phone so just know that you're doing great you know and if you like to put out content you put out content and if you don't like it and if you feel sucked in by social media and you feel like it's you have to feed the monster please stop Mm. and come back to yourself and then do what you love because everyone can feel it. Everyone can feel it through your posts. Everyone can feel it through your podcast. Everyone can feel it through your talks. You know, be real. And that's how you will achieve, you know, true happiness, which is something we're all looking for. Yeah, love that. Love that, totally. At the end of the show, I would just like to say, uh, don't feel disappointed to all those who are listening. If you feel down and if you feel that uh, you are facing a creative block heavily, just unwind and just, Think about stuff that is going to make you emotionally happy. Just get some time off of your work area and focus more on what life has given you and what not what you have built. Because there's so much that life has given us without even asking or without even paying for. Maybe focus on that and that will help you truly find the true meaning of life and help you get more productive and get more skilled in business as well. So. Thank you very much, Miriam, for being on the show. It was a real pleasure to have you. And I would definitely, I would love to have you on the show near, in the near future. So where can people find you? Uh, where, where is it that people can reach out to you so that if anybody wants to connect, they can reach out to you? Social plugins. Thank you, Bless. And yeah, I had such a good time on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, <laughs> really enjoyed chatting about creative blog and I have to really agree with you I think gratitude is a attribute that many of us need to practice and practice because we've we've got an abundance of amazingness Mm. in our lives nowadays in comparison to the rest of 
history before us yeah. we're living totally. in the best age ever mm. right totally agree <laughs> and I totally get to agree meet you on this thing on food is green and yeah. talk to you on your that is revolutionary side of the world <laughs> yeah. and we're having this great conversation where we're connecting totally. and we're sharing experiences even though you're all the way over there yeah. and I'm all the way over here but we're human connection and that yep. for me that's one of the greatest pleasures in life so thank you totally. bless for having me on your podcast total pleasure thank you thank very much thank you everyone for listening <laughs> I hope I was okay with my cold <laughs> and my laughter <laughs> I got the giggles now <laughs> okay yeah, you can find okay. me on <laughs> find me on Instagram laughing away I, I'm Isaac85. I know not the best username, but we're stuck with it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to ask you what is the what is the secret behind 85? Is it your lucky number or something? <laughs> yeah, it's the year I was born. Yeah, I then figured out. <laughs> also, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn. Also, just DM me on Instagram. I'm all, I always reply. It might not be this straight away, but Within, the, within 24 hours generally yeah awesome yeah so i'll just uh, drop down the links below in the show notes and you can find her out on the social platforms and connect if you would really like to connect so i think that's it for today's show thank you very much once again for being on the show it was a real pleasure thank you thank you all right so thank you very much for listening to the blessed show and talk to you on the next one peace